I'm Jamie Mo Crazy, and you're listening to Life Deaths Mo Crazy, where we'll hear from people who either been through a trauma or helped someone else through it. Listen and learn strategies you can implement in your life so when a metaphorical avalanche slides you down the mountain of life, you can climb an alternative peak with the best view. We are here today with Roy Tuscany, who moved to California from Vermont to pursue living his dream life of skiing every day. And then, on April 29th, 2016, his life, it became a little bit more crazy when Roy crashed on a ski jump, leaving him with a spinal cord injury and paralyzing himself. Doctors told him he would never walk again. Yet he walked out of the hospital with a new goals in his life. Roy had incredible help in his recovery process and realized others who suffered life-changing injuries needed that support as well. So, High Fives Foundation was born. So far, High Fives Foundation has raised $2.5 million to help people whose lives have gotten more crazy in the outdoors and be able to get back to the outdoors. Because after an unexpected trauma hits in the outdoors, like what happened to me, High Fives Foundation is there to go above and beyond what insurance offers to help you get back to a life that you love. So it is with tremendous honor that I welcome somebody who has changed my life in recovery, Roy Tuscany. (laughs) Jamie, what's up? How are you? What an intro. It's so good to hear from you. I'm good. It's 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 great. I mean, I just I I wrote it down and I'm like speaking it and as I'm going like I I'm like sitting up and I'm like getting fired cuz I'm like, wow, this guy is just so cool. I'm so lucky that I've gotten to know him for so many years and become friends with him because I mean, Roy, you're cool. <laughs> oh, Jamie, that's that's so kind of you. You know, I uh I really enjoyed when we got to share a stage in Jackson Hole together for the uh for the Watershed Jackson uh event that we did a couple years back when well, events were, you know, possible in person and we're going to get back there and you know, it's it's pretty amazing. We just gave out a bunch of money in January for the foundation and you know, helping individuals that have sustained these life-changing injuries and, and helping them through that recovery process so that they can get back out there and doing the sports they love. And I got to tell you, some of my favorite things is, you know, when you post videos of you skiing POW, because uh, like powder is just like such a, such an amazing uh, sensation. And uh, when that is given back to someone and you see that true smile, like that's joy that you find inside of them. And, you know, that's some of my favorite things to see is when athletes like yourself, they, they go back to these sports that they, they love and then they find joy again in them. And your, your powder video skiings, those are the ones that I know you've got pure joy. Yes, I do get so much joy. And this goes right into what you, what, what's posted about you. Cause there's a lot of information posted about you online. <laughs> and it says when Roy Tuscany visits spinal cord injury patients and other who suffered life altering injuries, he shares with them his perspective on life which is, it'll never be the same, but it's going to be awesome. You're going to find the positive out of this negative, which is something that 
I mean, quite honestly, what happened in, in my situation was I was competing um, at a world tour finals in Canada and I had my accident and my mom being my mama fruit was very, very active about it. So she had contacted you and you had heard about it before, before I even regained my consciousness. <laughs> so that's, that's how we connected. But now looking back on it, I am so passionate about what we connected because I love the same concept of the idea after you encounter an unexpected trauma, you never plan for it. You never plan for the to be a survivor, you don't plan to be a caregiver. Like it affects a lot of people, the trauma, but you don't have to live in depression and feel so misfortunate. You can create a life that you love and opportunities that are just fantastic. And that's what High Fives does is supports you in creating those opportunities. Yeah. I mean, one of the big things that I always, you know, talking to families, as you mentioned, you know, when someone has an injury and, you know, getting to talk to them in the very early stages of that, or talking to the family, like talking to yours during yours, because of your incident, you know, what had happened is you were in a coma and, and we weren't able to talk to you, but we were able to talk to your, to your amazing sisters, Mafru, and you've got an incredible community. And I had an incredible community too, when I got hurt. But one of the things that doesn't always happen is everyone's not always as lucky to have that. And, and when that person doesn't, High Fives really wants to step in there and provide that what we call an ohana, which is uh, the Hawaiian word for family. It's, it's not the blood. It's the, ones you, it's the ones you pick. And I've always found that that has always been one of the, the secret sauces of the foundation is that human care. One of our five core values at High Fives is human care. And I think, you know, that's something that, you know, is sometimes lost in the process. And we always want to make sure that we tap back into that. And that's always one thing that, you know, I've always felt really special about. And you're right. Finding the positive out of the negative, Jamie, that, that, is, that is the way to overcome these things. Because if you're constantly focused on why did this happen or how can this, how can I improve or blah, blah, blah. It's, it, it's never rewind is not an option in real life. It, it works on VCRs, DVDs and digital, digital TVs, but there is no rewind button. So, so how can we move forward? And I, I always talk about finding that positive out of the negative. That's such a good concept. Like rewind is not possible in real life. It, it's really true. Cause when you're going along and, and you ask, why did this happen to me? Nobody knows. Like maybe you believe in different religions that might ha have answers, but nobody really, really knows why this happened to you. And nobody knows what your destiny is going to be. And so that's something that I have believed in my whole recovery process is like, you can create your destiny to be what you want it to be. So after you go through all these steps, like looking at you, someone might say, oh, well, he was destined to crash because he was destined to create high fives because he was destined to help all the people that he's helped. And how I believe is that you had the crash and you created your destiny to be helping these people and creating high fives foundation. And so that goes right parallel with what I talk about a lot. Like you created your own luck because people might look at you and say, wow, Roy is so lucky. But I'm sure, like like for me, like there's times when you feel kind of downtrodden and I mean, I cry a lot, <laughs> um, but there's a lot that goes into creating that lucky life that you're living. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing this now for 14, almost 15 years. My accident 
you know, happening back in 2006, foundation started in 2009. And I can tell you that for as many peaks, I've had as many valleys. And one thing that I always try to do is go peak to peak and, and try not to stay in that valley. And what I'm talking about is the peaks are those victories that what you're talking about, that lucky life that, that, you know, what, what seems from an outside perspective to always be on a high. Well, with every high, there's a low, but it's really, how do you react to the lows? And my thought is always to try to get another high and go from peak to peak. And, you know, obviously you need to accept what happens in those, but you can't allow those to dictate your life because if you do, you're going to continually be manifesting what's in the valley. I like to manifest what's on the peak, but for me to really embrace and to really enjoy what we see at the top, well, you've got to have those lows because if you don't, you know, even the peaks start to seem like they're not as high as they once were. And that's something that I always am, am, am focused on is like, how do I allow myself to accept defeats? How do I accept failures? But I don't allow them to dictate who I am. I allow them to learn because with those, I know that the next time that I have a, 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 something that I succeed or something that is you know, moving forward, that peak's going to be so much higher. And that's always one of the things that I always try to do is go from peak to peak, understand the valleys, recognize them, but not allow them to dictate who I am. Going from peak to peak. I love that concept. It has to do with what... I say about climbing an alternative peak after you're, you're climbing the mountain of life and you get caught in a metaphorical avalanche that slides you down and you encounter an unexpected trauma, which everyone I interview on this show has encountered an unexpected trauma. And there is no black and white unexpected trauma and there is no black and white outcome. So it's, it's not the same in every, for anybody, how it happens. But a lot of the similarities that people have is exactly what you said. Like, don't stay focused on the downtrodden. Like, you're going to fail a lot of times. If you are doing anything successful and you're going to fail in the process because that's just what what happens but don't stay downtrodden and if you've had an accident don't say okay my life's over find a way to climb your alternative peak what you can control and find a way to go from top to top and learn from the valleys you know i think that's one thing that a lot of people you know ask like how does it have this success? Like, it's like, cause I celebrate those. Those are the ones that I celebrate. I don't celebrate my defeats. I look at them and I, I, I graduated college with a mechanical engineering degree. And, you know, that engineering mindset really gives me the ability to deconstruct, really understand the steps. And when I fail, I want to see in that procedure, what was that step that maybe I failed at? How could I have done it better? How could I have maybe improved in a way that this would have not been a failure? And, you know, a lot of times people like, you know, they get a no and they get frustrated from it. I believe no is just a first negotiation to a yes. And I like to always go back and, and find out what was that step that missed that made this a no. And if I went back, can I make it a yes? Now, you know, not everything is reversible, but there are things in life where, if you take the time to understand, well, you're going to grow as a human, but you're also going to see that you're not going to constantly be focused on the defeats. You're going to be focused on how am I improving so that my defeats turn to victories. And, you know, those are, those are just some things that, you know, I've gone down a hard road. I, I haven't had a pretty 
15 years. I mean, from a from a linear website based view, yeah, it, it looks pretty. But there has been detours. I love your metaphorical avalanche. That is a beautiful one. I'm going to steal that one, Jamie. And you know, those are the things that define us. It's you know, Grant Corgan, a great friend of mine, says you know the beauty in life is how you get up after you fall. And I think that really speaks to you know, in a metaphorical way, pretty much to yourself and I. We we both fell really hard. I, I fell from 130 feet. You doing your signature trick, you know, coming down and just you know, just an inch or centimeter short of, you know, what needed to be done to complete that rotation. But those falls is, is what could have defined how life moved forward for us. But we both decided and said, watch this world. I'm going to show you how beautiful I can get up. And, you know, that's, that's kind of the song that I have playing in my head. It's like, let's see this beautiful sympathy that you can create. My partner is studying mechanical engineering, and that's helped us because we've been reconstructing a house um, for the past year and that mindset, the analytical mindset. And one of the biggest things I've learned from him is it, exactly what you said. If it's not working, instead of giving up and pushing it aside, which I never really did in my sports, but sometimes with other things in life, I would get overwhelmed or frustrated if it wasn't working out really fast, like I wanted quick results. And he'd be like, okay, it didn't work this time. Why didn't it work? How are we going to make it work? So he never like figured that because it didn't work, it was never going to work. It just meant that we had to try something different, which is what, what you're sharing and something to spread to people who've had injuries and life-changing experiences is if you're trying to do something and it no longer works the way that you're comfortable doing it, think creatively and try a different tactic to get the same result that you want in a different way. Yeah. I mean, it, I think a lot of times people get so down on themselves like, oh, it didn't work. I'm, you know, I hear, you know, a lot of times I'm so stupid or I'm, I'm so dumb or why did I do it that way? And instead of like defeating yourself out on the whole thing, it's like, no, no, you probably just missed one step or maybe you did a step in, you know, an incorrect order for the way for this to be successful. And I think that's like a really big thing for people to, you know, don't like, don't kill the whole person. Just figure out what was that, what was that one step that was screwed up? And I, I it could be two steps, you know, you know, but I, what I, I think what is always important is to, is to always understand that like, it, it, it can't always be perfect because then you can't celebrate the wins. <laughs> You've touched on like, improving, taking steps. Um, so let's talk a little bit about improving only 1% and daily goals that you can have through your recovery after an unexpected trauma. Oh my God, Jamie, you are hitting on like all my favorite things. 1% a day, I think is the coolest thing. High fives. We have a core value. It's Kaizen, Japanese word for always improving. And if you can improve 1% a day, well, at the end of the year, you improve 365%. And like so many people are focused on, oh, I need a instantaneous, as you mentioned, you know, in, in sports, oh, I want to be this much better so fast. It's like, it takes time. You know, Malcolm Gladwell says it takes 10,000 hours to be an expert at something. Well, I always focus at if I can be 1% better in the day, then, you know, at the end of the year, I'm 365% better. And that's just a, that's just a focus point that I, I try to use on a day-to-day -day basis because it's real. 
That's such a important focus point. And I feel a lot of people, something that can be challenging with that too, is they think about, okay, setting goals, setting goals, setting goals, and they only set growth goals. So like these big goals that they want to have, and they're like, oh, it's so far away. And then it makes them feel even more overwhelmed and more depressed because they don't know how to get from where they are to that growth goal, which is why you got to set little attainable goals, which is like the same exact idea of improving only 1% a day so set these little goals that you know you can accomplish and just keep walking and something that I think is important is to have those growth goals that's fine you can have them but not focus on them too much enjoy the process enjoy the journey way too many people get focused on the outcome they want to be successful but really being successful is like waking up with a smile on your face and enjoying your day and so really being focusing and gratitude on like those little one percents that you do improve and just acknowledging that you improved that one percent no jamie me and you are speaking the same languages here and i i think that's why you know we both have you know recovered the way that we have but it comes back to that amazing community we both have i mean ma fruit is like she's like everyone's dream mom then your sisters i mean you got a whole brigade of them and then a couple of your sisters, I believe, have their own kiddos now. So now you got all these little ones that, that are there for you too, and you've got a great partner. I think one thing that people need to realize is that you know when an accident like this happens, you know you got to think of it like taking a rock and throwing it into a, a pool of water. And that first ripple is is you, but then each ripple out of that is is how this injury is going to affect other people and the, the different shells and the different communities that it's going to you know make an impact on. So I think that's one thing that everyone always needs to understand is that like during this process is like you got to make sure you got to understand that your community is there for you and that there's other communities that have been affected outside of yourself. And it's like those are those are big things for, for people to, to also have to undertake because like you're going to need support. And I think that's something some people sometimes don't always realize. And that's incredibly important. And we actually are doing a campaign for the Brain Injury Alliance of Utah. And it's for caregivers. Because you're thrust into this role of being a caregiver, which means that you're supporting someone who's had a life-changing injury. And you don't go to medical school. Like, if you want to be a doctor, you go to medical school, you do your residency, you spend like 12 years to become a doctor. If you become a caregiver, it's in the blink of an eye. You don't plan for it. You don't expect it. You're just thrust into this. Like you don't read any knowledge on how you should be in this role or like different steps you can take or outcomes you can deliver. You're just thrust into the role of being a caregiver. And so that's one of the things that we think is is so important because like you mentioned, I have a tremendous support system in my immediate family. And that's why um, Mama Fruit, Jeannie, and I have really been working um, on strengthening the Mo Crazy brand because so many people don't have support, which is what High Fives came from. And touching back on how you said that High Fives Foundation is a family, that was a huge thing that it, it it's a family. Like, it's not, they don't call, High Fives Foundation does not call the people that they help grant recipients. They call us athletes. And I feel like I'm an athlete with a family versus a grant recipient who's a number on a, a form. 
I feel like I'm an individual who has connections and and has other other friends that they can build from this experience that I went through. So that's really important. And it's also really important to touch on the ones that are in your life at the time of your accident, because like where I was mentioning, it affects, it it ripples out and affects so many people. And a lot of people don't understand a lot of the, the basics from like with a brain injury, the neuroplasticity understanding um, that Mama Fruit had and the actions that she took in my recovery were, were so important. And so many people don't have that, which is why we need organizations like High Fives Foundation to help with the money involved. And for me personally, High Fives Foundation, they helped with paying for massage therapy. They helped with paying for chiropractor work for me, um, which both of those were very essential to my body regaining its mobility. And then they also helped with brain injury, with psychotherapy, which was really huge for me because I was really depressed that my life was changing. And for me to be able to get support to overcome that, like you mentioned right at the beginning, like you do go into valleys when you're after peaks. So when you're in the valley, how are you going to get out? Support is a huge help in getting out of the valley. Uh, Yes, you are, you are nailing it. And, you know, that's some of the big things. And I think the other thing too, Jamie is, you know, not everyone's always as comfortable to share their stories. And so I think it's really great when people have leaders like yourself that can say, Hey, I'm sharing my story because I want you to understand everything that's happened. And, you know, it's, it's not, it's, it's not all glamor. It's, it's not all, uh, you know, the, the accomplishments that you've been able to do have become from your drive. And your ability to see what you see as, as your biggest. Now, you know, there's some medical things that we cannot, you know, overcome at this time being. And I think technology is going to get us there and science is going to get us there. But I, I believe that one of the things that's so important that you've brought up is that, you know, you and your team around you, you always aligned your goals to be the same. And, and high fives wants to step in there. And when we give money to an individual, that individual's going to set a goal and that goal is going to be set from how we're helping fund you. We're going to help you get to there. And even if you have to change your date, set your date to a new one, we want to make sure that you get to that part. And I, I believe that, you know, one of those identifiers that we see in people that we serve is that we see anyone with a goal as an athlete. You don't have to be professional. You don't have to be semi-professional. You could have a goal of, you know, I want to get back to skiing with my family or, you could have some crazy goal of, you know, I want to be the first person to ever jump into Corbett School R like Trevor Kennison. But, you know, everyone that we see as an athlete is because they have a goal. And I think that's something that everyone can take away from regardless if you've got a life-changing injury or not, is that when you set goals for yourself, do you know what happens? You feel accomplished and you start, you know, seeing the bigger picture and you start manifesting. Oh, wait, I, I got that goal accomplished. Well, what if I get another goal? Oh, wow. And now all of a sudden these positive things start happening in your life. It's really powerful when that is how you focus your energy. And then goes back to that idea of 1% better every day. We can't get to 100% one day, but we can get 1% better. And that goes back to even the beginning 
Whereas you said, Jamie, you know, life's never going to be the same, but it is going to be awesome. And, and that is something that you have resonated along with the other individuals that we've been able to support at High Fives and turning life-changing injuries back out into athletes. Yeah. And a- as you brought up, there are some things that we can't change and we can't control. I have a, a friend whose leg was amputated due to cancer. That leg is gone. It's never going to come back. There are things that we cannot solve. Yet, he had opportunities to create a life he loved, and he started competing in Paralympic snowboarding. His name's Noah Elliott. And um, he went to the Paralympics, and he won the Paralympics. And he now is living this dream life, traveling around as a professional athlete, training, competing, snowboarding all the time. He loves his life. But my, my point is that even if there's things you can't control, you can look at your life, you can analyze your life and what you currently can do and do it at your personal best. And then you will create a life that you love regardless of the changes in ability and the, the permanent changes that have happened in your life. No, I mean, you're you're so spot on. Like that is a perfect example. And, you know, Noah Elliott is a snowboarder along friends of mine, Evan Strong and uh, Keith Gable. And they're both almost identical stories to Noah. They both became amputees. And instead of allowing, you know, the traumatic event to define them, they allowed it to accelerate to this new phase in their life. And it's just like you, James, you know, you were on this path to be a professional skier. I was on this path to to be the semi-professional skier and and working within the industry. And instead of saying, all right, like, I guess this is my life's over. I can't do that. It was like, no, no, no. I can take the skill set that I've learned from here and transition. And now what you're doing from public speaking to to helping educate people on, you know, helmet safety and and head trauma and also the caregiver stuff that you spoke about. And then myself, you know, making sure that other folks that fall into the same shoes that I did wouldn't ever fall into, you know, a, a deeper, darker place. Um, you know, that was us saying, hey, we are going to transition our life path and we're going to accept, but we're not going to ever forget who we are. We're going to allow it to still define us, but we're going to redefine who we are moving forward. Rewind buttons aren't possible, right? There's just forward. How do we move forward? So moving forward, if somebody is interested in hearing more about High Fives Foundation or contacting you, how can they do that? You know what? Go to social media. We're very active on there. Instagram uh, is one of the places where we push a lot of content, HI5S Foundation. Go to our website, highfivesfoundation.org. We are about to launch a brand new site, 100% ADA accessible on uh, 215. And then also, you know, call our office, stop by. In this time of COVID, uh, it's a little different. If it wasn't COVID time, I'd say, hey, here's a list of events. Here's a list of camps. Here's where we'll be. Come find us. Let's, let's do some great things. But until we're able to do that, let's be friends in the digital social space. And, you know, let's continually try to help individuals uh, get through the recovery process and, and get to fully fill life back to that awesome component that, you know, we all strive for on a daily basis. 
And you mentioned how I am active about helmet awareness. And I actually was in a movie that you, High Fives Foundation, created called Helmets Are Cool um, by High Fives Foundation. So if you are wanting to watch something new about helmet safety, you can check that out. And I was so happy that you asked me to be on it. And I'm so happy to talk with you now, Roy. Thanks for coming on the show. Jamie, it's always a pleasure. Keep being you. That's what's so important. And thank you for sharing uh, my story with your with your followers. And, you know, let's uh, keep changing the world in a positive way. <laughs>